What's up, podcast world? It's ad time. This episode of the show is brought to you by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. That's right. If you need new seeds in the garden, I highly recommend SeedsHereNow.com. Make sure to check out Crypto Wednesdays, James Bean's Secret Vault, and of course, the easy peasy credit card payment options at SeedsHereNow.com. Welcome to the show, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 717 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to catch up on a couple of listener emails. Before I get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to my friend, All Mixed Up. Let's send a big thank you. Shout out to Black Hippie and Mobius Grows. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to Rasta Green Thumb and Single T. Let's send a thank you shout out to Dank Grows and Just a Smokin'. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to a longtime supporter, my buddy Godfather Kush. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to a good friend, my buddy OG Purple Thumb. Let's send a thank you shout out to Matt H. Let's send a big fist bump to another good friend, my buddy Dave's not here. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to the Red Eyed Optimist. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And you know, I do include that link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. Once again, you guys, truly big thanks for the continued Patreon support. The past couple of months have been record setters and it has been great. So thank you once again for all of that. Uh, Once again, I want to do send a big shout out to my friend Terp Goonie. I gave him a shout out on the Instagram live show. I've mentioned him on a couple of platforms, but I want to do it right here on the podcast. Big shout out to my buddy Terp Goonie. That's right. Terp Goonie got himself an Irie Army tattoo, and it looks fantastic. I'll try to include a picture of it here in the show. I should get permission from him before doing so. If he granted permission, there will be a photo of an Irie Army tattoo that I think looks impressive. Uh, Terp Goonie is the third person that I am aware of to get an Irie Genetics or Irie Army tattoo. That is impressive. That's amazing. It blows my mind that I've created a brand, a community, a product, uh, all of the above, a service, uh, a vibe that people would like to tattoo on their bodies. That shit's there forever, dude. You can't forget and just scrape that off one day and change your mind. That shit is there. It's red, yellow, and green on people's bodies. That's amazing to me. So big shout out to my friends who show mad support and mad love by getting my brand tattooed on themselves. That's amazing to me. It honestly blows my mind. It makes me rambly and speechless because what the fuck do you even say when somebody tattoos your brand on them? You'll, you Maybe you'll feel it one day. I hope you get to feel that sort of vibe one day, but I want to send a shout out to Terp Goonie. Also, I owe a shout out to OG Purple Thumb. Perp tattooed an Irie tattoo on himself. He did it to himself and it looks good. Big up to our buddy Perp. Also, shout out to uh, the captain and commander of the Irie Army. My buddy Lemur Priest has the OG Irie Genetics logo tattooed on himself. That is a bad motherfucker. Uh, rumor has it, Lemur is going to come hang out with me for a day or two 
we're going to go check out Meow Wolf and have a good time. So cannot wait for that. But you guys, people have Irie tattoos on their bodies. It blows my mind. Uh, that's tremendous. That's amazing. That is brand loyalty. That is friendship. That is community right there. Um, I thought about sometimes getting band logos tattooed on me. I want for a long time. I wanted a grateful dead stealing on me. Thought about the fish logo. Never did it. You guys got my logo tattooed on me. I don't even have it tattooed on me. So that's fucking awesome. Thank you guys. Here's where I'm headed. If you have an Irie army, Irie genetics tattoo on yourself, and I don't know about it yet, please remind me, send me an update. Let me know about that shit because I do and will send you gifts. If you've got my logo, my brand tatted on you, uh, and it's real, don't just go draw some shit so I send you a gift, you guys. I want I want to see a real tattoo, and I can tell because these this dude had red and blood and shit in his tattoo. It was real, bro. You could see that you showed me the stencil, the outline, and then the work, and it was fucking awesome. But if you guys got real Irie tattoos, Irie genetics tattoos, you can't just say stay Irie or be Irie on your butt or whatever. It's got to be Irie genetics, Irie army, Rasta Jeff, grow from your heart, something in that vein. If it's my brand, I will send you gifts not just one gift. Sometimes I make new products and you may just randomly get a box with new shit in it. Ask our buddy Lemur, ask Perp randomly. They just get shit in the mail because they've got Irie genetics tattoos. All right. I feel like I've talked for a long time about that. This podcast has been long already. We haven't covered a damn thing. Let me jump into the next topic that I do have written down. I do have a PSA. This is a public service announcement. This is a message from Rasta Jeff. Uh, one of those, the more you know, except mine would say the more you grow, right? That's what I'm thinking here. Uh, shout out to whatever I took dabs of also. It's got me in the right fucking zone. Shout out to whoever put a smile on my face for Valentine's Day. You know who you is, who you are. My PSA goes like this. Um, you guys, a lot of times I get messages and emails from people who um, have a really cool company name, which is cool. If your company name is like Uncle Jim's fucking Big Weed Farm, that's cool. Uh, Stoner Bob's. I almost said Stoner Dave. I got a friend named Stoner Dave. I'm not singling you out. You don't use Stoner Dave as your business name. That's your name. But uh, Stoner Dave's Pot Farm is a really cool name. I know what you do. I know who you are. But if we do business, I might have to mail you a package to Stoner Dave's Pot Farm. And I don't like that shit at all, you guys. When you're naming your company, let's think about um, stuff like that. You're going to have to have packages mailed to you. I don't like putting Stoner Dave's Pot Farm in my shipping app when I mail things to people. If it's a t-shirt or a pack of seeds, I don't like it. Um, the kid at the post office, the old lady at the post office, the old man, the transgendered person working at the post office that is ageless or sexless, got to be careful nowadays, that person may see that package that says Stoner Dave's Pot Farm. They're like, well, I want to know what the fuck is in there. And they may, they have the ability, the option, the opportunity to be a shady fuck and open it up. They may have just stolen your t-shirt, your seeds, or both. And I don't want that to happen. So just a public service announcement from a guy who's been doing business for a long time, um, who's got maybe maybe more steps ahead of you in business, maybe just some ideas, maybe it's just my opinion. Let's be more careful about naming our companies. You can name your company Stoner Dave's Pot Farm, but you can also have an LLC or a doing business as name that I can mail shit to and talk about more openly in my business affairs that it's not obvious that we're just doing weed business. I know that Stoner Dave's Pot Farm is a cool name, but it doesn't look good on shipping. It doesn't look good on invoices. And it definitely, here's the other thing I want to talk about. If you start a business, you've got to pay taxes. Do you really want to send something to the IRS, the government, the state, and the city with Stoner Dave's Pot Farm written on it, unless it's a cultivation or a dispensary? Those are the only things I'd really do that to. And still, I don't name those obvious fucking pothead things. I try to stay a little bit businessy, professional, but naming your company is very important. 
and I have to put the name of your company on an invoice. I have to put it on a package. It goes on a tax report. So that stuff, uh, I'm, I'm dealing with it right now because I'm mailing a package to somebody who I'm like, really, bro, is that really the name you want me to put on that package? I'm not going to do that. You're going to get initials is what you're going to get on your package. So just the idea, you're basically dry snitching on yourself. If, if you put um, fucking dank weed LLC and you live in an apartment building, that may ring some bells. That may uh, that may get your apartment building checked out. You know what I'm saying? So just be smarter with the names. You're dry snitching on yourself. Be careful. Be serious. Also, I'm mailing this shit to your house. Uh, it's coming to your front door. It has passed a bunch of hands that have all read Stoner Dave's Pot Farm at this address. And I know exactly where that is. I'm putting your address, your name, and then possibly taxes on it. I've rambled on enough about that. I think you get the point, you guys. Uh, it's cool to have a business. But let's kind of, uh, and it's cool to get shit shipped to you, but let's separate our Instagram fame from our business name. Uh, my company is iRegenetics. I make iRegenetics seeds. I do not use that as my, uh, that's a two, that's a doing business as name. That's not what we're listed as. That's not what the business names are. There are umbrellas to keep that stuff a little bit more careful. Be careful, you guys. It is a fun revolution, a fun evolution that we're coming from. Uh, the black market, the dark ages to the free market, the green age, the revolution, the evolution of cannabis is great, but don't get ahead of yourself. Don't get overzealous. Um, don't create a name that's going to get you noticed in the wrong way by the wrong people. And if you are doing business, if you're creating an LLC or whatever, be careful with those taxes, get your tax person, your lawyer, your account people, get all those people in line so you can do shit correctly, especially if you're going to name your shit Stoner Dave's Pot Farm. If Stoner Dave's Spot Farm doesn't pay their taxes, I cannot wait to come check you out. That's that's just fucking begging for stuff. So be careful, you guys. That is my public Stoner announcement. Check yourself when you're naming your stuff. Instagram, it is cool. Be fucking Stoner Dave's Ganja Farm that grows the best weed and smokes nine pounds a day. That's a cool fucking name on Instagram. I don't want to put that in my shipping app. I don't want to make an invoice with that. Don't want to turn that into the tax people. Don't even want to fuck with that. So be a little bit, uh, let's step out of that. And I'm, I'm Irie Genetics. You guys are paying Irie. You're not paying Irie Genetics. It's not what shows up on anything when you pay. So let's just be more careful. That's all I'm getting at. Now let's move forward. I do have another, uh, not quite a public service announcement. This was an, this is an invitation slash advertising. Um, last year I did talk about the groovy gravy secret stash seed exchange event. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen, it is happening again. That's right. Uh, March 26th at an undisclosed location in Denver. It is an easy to access location. It's a cool place. We just have to be, uh, can't reveal the location yet for logistical purposes. However, it is a cool place. There will be a seed sales event. That's right. Irie Genetics and many other industry leading breeders will be at this event slanging beans. Come get some seeds, possibly have some t-shirts there, maybe some other merch, depending on what is still left in stock. We've been blowing out the store the past couple months. Uh, get some merch, get some beans. Uh, there will be seed breeders, food trucks. Rumor has it there may be live glass blowing. That hasn't been confirmed. I think that was on the list of things that I read and heard about. But make sure you check out the Groovy Gravy Secret Stash on Instagram. Check out Groovy Gravy. Uh, super cool name there. Nothing suspicious. Doesn't get you thinking that they're doing anything weird. Groovy Gravy, check them out. But be prepared because March 26th, Irie Genetics will be attending the Groovy Gravy Secret Stash Round 2 in Denver, Colorado. Come get some beans. Come get the Saka Souffle. Come get the machine. Come get some blue raspberry truffle, some lady marmalade. I know there will be Sunkiss and strawberry starburst. There could be some fems available that we are going to talk about um, on the next episode. We'll save that for the next episode. We'll talk about some of the shit coming up. You guys, I've been rambling for quite a while here. We haven't talked any about, about any of the emails, no cannabis-related content. People are going to say this show didn't start until it was 45 minutes in. It's only going to be a 30-minute show. I love you trolls on the internet. You guys are beautiful. 
Um, let's jump into some of the emails here because I do have quite a few in front of me. This one's labeled uh, 717. That's this episode. What do you know? This episode goes a little bit like this. I found this one on YouTube. I don't usually take comments from YouTube. I don't read them on the show a lot. Uh, it's easier to email me. This one was good. It was worth it. It says, what did you do with the spider? I really want to know. Big shout out to my buddy Slim S. That's a good question. That shows me you've been watching, listening for quite a while. If you've been paying attention, a few episodes back, I discovered a spider in my grow room. It was a little fuzzy spider. In California, we call them Mexican jumping spiders. I don't know the uh, the Greek name. I don't know the species fucking, I don't know the genotype. I don't know phenotype, what we got in there. I don't know the cross. I don't know it's mom and dad, phenotype and parents. I don't know the F1s of this spider. I know it was a little fuzzy, ugly fucking spider. And he looked like he wasn't causing any problems. He wasn't making any webs. And in my opinion, he was working security. He was eating fungus gnats, white flies, whatever may have chosen to pop into that grow room. He was working security and taking those bitches out because I didn't see any bugs in there for a while. This question said, what did you do with the spider, bro? I didn't do anything with the spider. Uh, he just quit popping up. He quit coming around. He's gone. He either migrated or died or uh, he's fucking somewhere else. He traveled somewhere else into that area and he's just hiding out, hanging out now, got bored. Uh, maybe he got tired of the grow lights. Maybe he got stoned. Maybe he's done. I don't know. He's probably dead by now. I don't know how long a little Mexican jumping spider lives, but uh, he just disappeared. I didn't kill him. I didn't do anything to uh, get rid of him. I didn't do anything to keep him around either. It was business as usual. I kept an eye on him. He kept an eye on me or she. I just gender assigned that spider and I have no idea, but eventually it disappeared. And that's the end of the story, bro. I don't know. It just disappeared. It's like a dog. It wandered off and that was it. So uh, thanks for asking. I'll let the spider know you asked about it. If I see it again, I'll shake its hand for you and tell him you said, what's up? Big shout out to our friend. I'll shake all eight of his fucking hands. Could you imagine shaking hands with spider doing the, the homie high fives? What's up, bro? Shabang, bang, bang, pow, 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 bang, bang, pow, pow. I'm fucking high. I told you. All right. Shout out to my buddy Slim S. I don't know whatever happened to that spider. Hope he's well. Hope you found a nice spider wife and had some beautiful spider kids somewhere the fuck else. Not here. All right, this message came from Patreon, patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. That's my favorite place to find messages. This one came from my buddy Midnight Samurai. What's up, buddy? Great grow, great photos, great updates, and a great Patreon question. Or it's actually a comment. It says, dude, the fried PB&J has been a staple in my life since college for about 20 years. If you've listened to the episode or the 7-Eleven episode, that was about munchies. I talked about putting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a pan and frying that bitch up just like you would a grilled cheese sandwich. The peanut butter gets all melty. The jelly gets all melty in there. It makes this gooey, delightful texture. Get that bread just a little bit crispy. Oh my goodness, that's a stoner snack that you cannot believe. Uh, this dude said, I have not once burnt the shit out of my mouth because I can never wait. Um, bro, same. I probably got scars and a reshaped mouth and a burnt palate because of many numerous fried or grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Do you guys call it uh, fried or grilled? Because it's the same thing. You're throwing that bitch. It's, just, it's a grilled cheese, but you put peanut butter in that bitch. But my grandma always called it a fried PB&J. Shout out to grandma. Rest in peace. Love you and miss you. She's the one that introduced me to the grilled or fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And my lady taught me a lot of things. And that is one of the top of the list things that I'm going to remember forever. Bro, if you haven't done it yet, make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Butter that bitch on both sides. Throw it in a pan until that peanut butter starts gushing out the sides and the bread gets a little fucking crispy. Thank me later. Send me an email or patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. That's the way to do it. All right. I'm stoned. I'm telling you, we're through two of the emails already. We're like 20 minutes into this episode. Let's jump into this one. This one says, hey, Irie. Did I give a shout out to Midnight Samurai? Yeah, shout out to Midnight Samurai. This one came from... 
our friend. Do they want their name said? Let's see. I'm going to call you Leo. What up, Leo? This one came from our friend Leo. It says, hello, Irie. What up, Leo? Nice to meet you, brother. It says, is it somehow possible to grow and collect pollen from multiple male plants and strains in one tent while keeping pollen separated, or should it only be one male plant per tent? Then it follows up with what is the best? Okay, we're going to talk about two different questions here. The next part is what is the best method for growing and collecting pollen from multiple male strains? Um, all right. So this is a really good question. The question here is, can I put, basically, can I put multiple dudes in a tent and collect the pollen from those and then know what that pollen is? My answer is no, bro. I would not try that. I would not do that. I would not recommend that. Um, there's no way to prevent pollen from this plant just drifting over to this plant and this pollen drifting over to this one. You have no way of knowing which pollen is which. Even if you do go tap that plant and get pollen out of it, the first one you touch, that pollen's going all over all of the plants. Now, every one you touch is the first one plus the second one. And then when you touch the second one, now you're just compounding. You see what I'm saying? You're going to have number one, you might be cool. Number two, you're going to have number one and number two. Number three is going to be one, two, and three. And four is going to be a clusterfuck of every male plant in there. So uh, I replied to our friend Leo and I said, I would stick with one male plant in the room or you're going to have a Maury Povich situation. Nobody going to know who the baby daddy is. If that's okay with you, that's fine. But I like to know pedigree and history of the plants. There's a reason, a rhyme, and a reason why I'm making the cross. I want that selected male to do a certain thing. If you're just trying to do an open pollination of multiple plants to make seeds for fun, you can do multiple males. It is not uncommon to take, let's say we wanted to make an arise open pollination, just to make a bunch more arise seeds, show diversity and see what is in that seed line. I would take a pack of males or a pack of arise seeds, uh, a number, 10, 20, 30 seeds, whatever you got room for, time for, space, grow them. You're going to find a number of males and a number of females. I would kind of maybe pull out a couple things that are not not exactly what I want, pull them out, take them out of there, but then leave a few males and a few females in there. They're all arise and just do an open pollination. Now you've got, we'll just say arise F3 open pollination with three or four males and five females. And then when I sell them or talk about them, I would list descriptions of each male and female. And then we would just see what comes out of there. That's a beautiful open pollination because that shows diversity amongst all of those different, uh, is it genotypes and phenotypes in that one? Because we're going to see genotypes from the two different genes crossing and phenotypes from different expressions. You're going to see a lot of different shit by crossing that open pollination. Different males to different females. But the problem with that, in my opinion, you don't know who the baby daddy is. So if you want to make more of those, you don't know which male to grab and which female to grab to make that happen. But at the same time, as a breeder, as a somebody who wants to see a lot of uh, expression, a lot of things, a lot of traits. I want a lot of data is what I'm trying to say. I love that open pollination because it lets me know what is in there somewhere. I may not know exactly where it is, but I know it's in that pack. I know somewhere I can find that fucking plant and I can breed that again and create it. It shows me potential. So unless you're doing an open pollination to forward one line, I wouldn't do this. If you've got like a male of Arise and a male of Jack the Ripper and a male of Candy Store, I wouldn't do that. I would have one dude in there. I would get his pollen and I would work with him. Otherwise, the best way to say it, bro, you're going to have a baby daddy situation. There's no way to keep that pollen separated. I would not do that. If you really want to collect pollen for multiple males, I would stagger them. I would flower one out. It only takes a few days to get pollen, maybe 21 days to get plenty of pollen out of that dude. Uh, get pollen, cut him down, clean it up, 
start over, get another dude. You could have the other guy vegging, just have him on standby. All you could do is throw him into flour. As soon as you're done cleaning up or like two days before you cut down, cause you're going to get time. There's time ahead before the pollen starts coming. As long as you can clean up the old pollen before the new pollen starts coming, you can perpetually make pollen for yourself. Now, don't contaminate that pollen. Don't cross that pollen. There's more to the question that I do want to cover. What's the best method for growing and collecting pollen from multiple? Uh, I wouldn't do that. So that answers the second part there. Um, like you to save after separating. For, yeah, I just would not do that. Uh, definitely wouldn't have multiple dudes in there. Um, I'm reading this quietly to myself to make sure I covered it. Multiple strains and having a few different males you'd like to save after separate. Yeah, uh, I just wouldn't do that, dude. It's not going to work the way that you want it to. Um, it's going to be that Maury Povich situation, just like I'm talking about who is the father. You're not the father. Maybe you are the father. If you want to make seeds, if you want something to play with, that is really cool. That could really work for you. But if you want something, uh, to put to market, to make F2s with, uh, to really work on, I would kind of, um, I wouldn't do that. That's, that's the bottom line there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers. All of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there, I want to thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. This may be a short episode. I'm testing a new SD card and my device is flickering, so I'm not sure if I'm recording the audio or not. Let's hope for the best, prepare for the worst, make it a short show. That way, if it doesn't work out, I didn't waste all this material. We could re-record and do it again and make a quality show for you. You guys didn't really care any about all of that, but that's what is really happening Straight up transparency here. Quick show, good times. Thank you for hanging out. Love you. Uh, make sure you check out the email, growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Check out the website, irigenetics.com. Like and subscribe. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash growfromyourheart. I think that's all I've got for you. I want to make sure I've recorded it. I'm going to go edit this down, make sure we got a good show. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. Stay tuned because my best friend, White Mike, will be here for episode 719. I maybe have multiple best friends. I should say one of my best friends, White Mike, will be here for episode 719. Stay tuned. Check him out. We got a good show prepared for you. I bought another microphone. He'll be sitting right here, maybe over here. I haven't decided what side we're going to put him on. I think I want to drive. I want to be on the driver's side. That's over here. I'm not sure which side the camera makes that look like. It may be flipped. Who knows? But Mike will be here for episode 719, 718. I've got a bunch of emails here in front of me. I'm going to save this one because it's kind of longer than I was prepared for. Guys, I'm rambling. I said quick episode. I stretched out, made it long for no reason. Thanks for hanging out. I love you more than fat kids love cake. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. Let's give a big shout out to Dave's Not Here. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.